Hi, my name is Pedro Hardy, and I want to welcome you to the Mental Fabric Podcast, where each week we will focus on one topic that can help you and those around you become a little happier. People tend to think you need to fix all your problems in one day. No, you need to learn from each experience, strengthen your DNA fibers, so one day you look in the mirror and feel proud of the person you're becoming. Let's jump right in. For our first episode, I think it's very important to figure out who you are. Yes, I know we all have titles like dad, wife, teacher, but do those titles define us? Are we stuck becoming those titles or can we become more than the title? Today, I'm going to show you three ways you can understand yourself a little more. I know this sounds super funny, right? Pedro, you're going to tell me I'm going to learn something about myself today? Yes. If you actually listen to this entire episode, I promise you, you're going to find out something new about the most important person in your life, which is you. We tend to think all our happiness should come from one source. Have you ever been in a long-term relationship and then one day you're single? You probably didn't feel the best, right? You started to realize all the things that person did for you, the special moments, every time you laugh, or moments where you felt like the world just stopped. or How about that first kiss where you were so nervous that after the kiss happened, you farted in the car? Yeah, we all been there. So when that person leaves, why does it hurt so much? Maybe you're attached your whole being to that person. So when they're no longer available, you don't feel like yourself. See, it's deeper than just feelings. What you're experiencing is a loss of self-identity. You can experience a loss of self-identity from a job, a pet, a car. It doesn't really matter the source. The point is you're relying on an external source to make you feel like yourself. It's like putting all your eggs in one bucket. When that bucket is empty, usually there's sadness lurking around the corner waiting to creep in. Now, I'm not a licensed medical professional. I'm only telling my story and how I overcame what I call the one bucket syndrome. So how do we overcome this feeling of hurt, sadness, depressed when something like that happens? Well, the answer is very simple. Get more buckets. Well, Pedro, what does that mean? Well, let me tell you about my buckets and why they are so important. I have five buckets that make up Pedro Hardy. My first bucket is what I call my kid's bucket. I'm a father too. My girls are my world. Now, I have all their buckets, but obviously each bucket can have a different value to it. My kid's bucket is my golden bucket. I have a relationship bucket. That's where my family, my friends, my interactions, romantic or just friendly, they all go to my relationship bucket. My hobbies, I love to play basketball, I love to lift weights, you know, maybe watch the newest Netflix show. It's more entertainment, it's the fun stuff I like to do. Then I have a dream bucket. That's where all my ambition, my goals, that's all in that place. And finally, I have what I call a professional bucket. 
we spend most of our lives at work. Eight to five, 40 hours a week. Some of us, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, right? Who are we when we're at work? Who do we want to become? And why do we work so hard? So one year ago, I had all this in just one bucket. And the more I added to that bucket, the more stress and weaker that bucket became. And then when that bucket finally burst, I was lost, hurt, and I felt very depressed. I had to figure out a way to get better, but also not put myself in this position again. I started therapy, working out, allowing myself to face the pain. What I didn't know was that each day when I was focusing on myself, I cried a little less. I woke up a little less sad. My body was changing, which meant I had more energy, which also built my confidence. I started realizing that for a large portion of my life, I was always so focused on other people. Yes, I may be playing the main character in my stories, but I was still attached to so many things that once they were gone, I was lost. Now, that realization was a big thing for me because as you probably don't do, because most people don't, and I'm not saying you don't do this, but most people don't. How many times do you actually look in the mirror and say, what can I have done better in this situation or that situation? Now, I'm very blessed because I have two amazing best friends, Mark and Greg. I also have a very strong support family system in my uncle, my cousins, my brothers. But Mark and Greg, when I was at my lowest, they literally was on the phone with me, hear me cry hear me being depressed, hear me saying, I don't want to do this anymore. And in those moments, they didn't shame me. They didn't bash me. They just listened. They gave me their advice and they told me, just take it one day at a time. But I remember a conversation with Mark and this conversation really changed my life and we were talking about happiness and Mark is very successful actually I'm proud of Mark and Greg because they are both very successful young men and they have a lot going for themselves and I'm proud to be part of their circle so Mark and I were talking and Mark said why are you putting everything into one bucket and I said what are you talking about he said, why do you rely, why does your happiness rely on one thing? There's a lot of things that make you happy, right? And I'm like, yeah. So why can't you just make different areas for those things? And that's when the light bulb hit. And I was just like, wow, he's right. Why do I need to put all this stuff in one bucket? Why can't I separate my romantic life from my professional life? I mean, I do it on a professional level, but why can't I do it on an emotional level? So then 
I started every single day understanding and identifying that if something happened in my romantic bucket, it's not going to affect my professional bucket. It's not going to affect my kid's bucket and vice versa. And when I started thinking like that, that's when I became more emotionally intelligent. I became more emotionally aware that I control my emotions and that things are going to happen in our life that are out of our control. But my reaction is more important to the, than the actual event that is occurring. So what bucket are you putting all your stuff in? Do you have multiple buckets? Take a moment. Think about your life. Write it down. Who are you? Who is Cindy? Who is Carol? Who is Mark? Write down all the things you love. Write down all the things you don't like. Write down about your job. Write down about your romantic life or write of, uh, write down of a person you would love to meet. And then once you have this large list of items, then put them in a bucket. And then tell yourself, these buckets create this perfect person who I want to become one day associated with. Because we all have to work on things, no matter who you are. No one's perfect. But if every single day you could focus on becoming a little better for yourself, you're going to be ultimately more happy in the long run. So tell me, how many buckets do you have? Pedro has five. You might have ten. You might have three. The moral story is you just got to have more than one. The second way to become happier and to understand yourself is time. Now, what do I mean by time? What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Do you think you have to take care of the kids, get them ready for the school day? Do you have to take your dog on a walk? Do you think about that email last night that your boss sent you at 11 o'clock? So you barely slept, but the first thing that you do when you wake up is think about that email and focus on making sure that email is okay. How many lunch breaks did you take in the last two weeks? Do you work through your lunches? Now, what I'm trying to say is you're always focused on other things besides yourself. You never really set time for yourself. And that is very important. I was the same way. I was working 60 hours a week easily when I was in real estate. I was always attached to my phone. I could never actually sleep more than four hours because every time I did try to sleep longer than that, I just kept thinking about the next client and the next client. I never took breaks because I couldn't afford to. That's what I thought. Yes, I was making more financially, but I was giving more of myself. Now, the first thing I do when I wake up, I pray. Then I make my bed. Then I do my 100 push-ups. I do 100 push-ups every single day regardless if I'm going to the gym or not. And it's not even about the fitness part. It's more the discipline. And the discipline creates more energy. And the more energy makes me focus on things that really matter to me. I don't wake up and think about work emails anymore. I don't wake up and think about why didn't I sleep because of this that happened at work. No, I start my day focusing on myself. 
even when the days I have the kids and I have to take them to school, I still wake up a little earlier so I can have that time to breathe for Pedro. When was the last time you actually took a step back and say, hey, what can I do for something for myself? And it doesn't have to be big or it doesn't have to cost any money. You could just say, I'm going to wake up and the first thing I'm going to do is meditate. And I'm thinking about all my dreams or think about every vacation that you would love to go to. Think about something besides work or chores or the to-do list. Take the time for yourself. Now, I'm a very active person. I can't just sit still. If you know me personally, you know Pedro's always doing something. It's my, I guess, coping mechanism for just being myself. I don't know how to explain it, but I could work all day, work all night, and still have enough energy to go do some Chris Brown moves on the dance floor with you. So why is time so important? And how can I work like a maniac? And I could tell you that I've never been so happy in my life. And there's people that do a lot less activities than I do, and they feel the exact same way. What do we have in common? And the common thing is we know what's really important in our lives. The reason I could work so much is because I'm actually passionate about my work. I really mean that. Like I actually love to wake up and do what I do. I'm one of those lucky people that could say that I'm working my dream job. So in my eyes, it's not work, but another thing for Pedro. And the time that I'm spending on quote unquote work, it actually feels like I'm spending time with myself because whenever I hire a new software, a software developer, I get this rush of adrenaline that's like, I don't know even know how to explain it, but I get such like a natural high and I just want it again. And it makes me feel so good for so uh, such a long period. It's one of my buckets, my professional bucket. And there's days where that bucket's overfilling and it's splashing everywhere and I'm on cloud nine. Now there's days where that bucket's a little empty. And even on those days, I could still say I'm having a great time working. So what if you're not working your dream job? What if you're dreading going to work today? What can you do? Well, here's something you could do. Maybe take 10 minutes for yourself and meditate. Maybe pick up a book and start reading. Reading is such, reading is so underrated. I do not understand why people nowadays hate reading. Like, I feel like it's a lost art. I've been reading consistently now for about five years. And I typically only read self-development books or business books. Um, I can't read the sci-fis or anything like that. Um, but for me, even though it's business and self-development, it brings such a calmness through my body when I'm reading. And I, I don't hear the outside distraction. I know that as I'm reading, I'm feeling better about myself because I'm teaching myself something. I'm spending that time on myself. 
if you love doing your nails, quote unquote, self-care, right? That's a self-care activity. That's the time I'm talking about. But use the time more efficiently in your life. There's a time for work. There's a time for this. There's a time for that. Don't forget the most important person. You. Make time for yourself. Again, my daily routine of waking up, prayer, make the bed, 100 push-ups, that is for me. That's exciting for me. Even though it sounds crazy to you, it actually brings me joy. And it gets my day started on the right foot. So what are you going what are you gonna do today to make sure that using your time wisely? What activities or what thoughts do you wanna right now budget, I guess, right? Let's let's call it budget. Like what's the budget of your time? Because we only got 24 hours. So how are you gonna use those hours to make sure that you're taken care of? So far in the podcast, we talked about buckets to identify who you are. And we talked about budgeting time to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and you're treating it as a job. You're treating that as important as anything in your life because you only have one life and it's yours and you have to take control of it. Now, the last way to identify who you are so that you can start living a more purposeful life. It's very simple. And it's actually my favorite because I'm living proof of this. And the last way to start identifying who you are is to understand that there's no such thing as perfect. Now, how is that a way or a strategy? Well, think about it. Let me give you a perfect example. I've been wanting to do this podcast for the last three months. And I always procrastinated because I didn't have the right microphone. I didn't have the right laptop. I didn't have a quiet space. I don't have an engineer. I recently um, deleted my social media um, because I got tired of the negativity. And I needed that time to myself again, which is honestly the best decision I've ever done for myself. And... Now I'm feeling so much positivity that I need to share it with the world. But all those things together, I never recorded my podcast. I have an iPhone. I could have just done it from my iPhone. A lot of people do it. But I was so focused on making everything, every single thing perfect that it prevented me from actually starting. Now, during this episode, how many times did you hear me stutter? How many times did I slip up or maybe mispronounce a word? And I didn't take it out. You know why? Because I'm not perfect. And I want you to understand as you become a fan of the Mental Fabric podcast that I'm just like you. I live different experiences than you. And I want to share my experiences with you so that way, hopefully, you can learn something to better yourself. And I want to hear from you. So that way I could better my life. And I feel like that's the way we should live is we all come from different backgrounds, different cultures. We all think differently. How about we use those differences to come together and understand each other more? Because 
no one's perfect. I don't care if you come for privilege. I don't care if you come for poor. No one's perfect. And no one would ever be perfect. And the people that try to portray that they're perfect typically have the done the worst things, right? We see it in the movies all the time. We see it, unfortunately, right? There's a lot of unethical behavior in businesses, especially when the perfect image person, you know, when that closet opens, it's a lot of skeletons. So today, right now, as you're listening to this on your way to work, while you're working out, you're going to write down yourself. You're going to write down who you are. You're going to make your buckets. You're going to start budgeting time for those buckets. And you're going to start living a purposeful life today. You're not going to wait for a New Year's resolution. You're not going to wait till Monday. We're not going to push it off anymore. There's no, there's no such thing as a perfect time. The perfect time is now because you're starting to move. So I want to thank you for hanging in there for this podcast. I want to thank you for taking that leap of faith with me. This episode means a lot to me because as you could tell through my voice, I've been through a lot and I can honestly say that I'm a lot stronger because of it, a lot wiser, more humble. And I feel like I'm finally the best version of myself. And guess what? I'm still getting better every single day. I hope this episode teaches you at least one thing. If you don't do the three things, if you don't get your buckets, if you don't budget time for yourself, if you don't start today, at least start one. At least do one of those things. If you're not going to do all three, do one. I just want this episode to mean something to you so that way you can smile today, smile tomorrow, share it with a friend. Maybe someone's going through something that you don't even know, and this episode can help them find clarity. Let's become the community of helpers. Let's become not just friends, right? Let's actually mean that. We all have friends that are not really our friends, right? That only come around when it benefits them. Well, today you could do something that's going to benefit anyone you interact with by sharing this episode. And this is not for self-promotion. It's not. I'm not doing this for promotion. I'm telling my story. And me telling my story is actually glorifying those around me because those around me make me who I am today. So you're seeing a version of Pedro through... 20 different people's lenses that had a part in this new Pedro today. I want to be a smart part in your development. And I hope you continue to follow our podcast. And I hope you continue to be the best version of yourself. Thank you and have a blessed day.